Broken on the book. Gemalani Darim Daf Membet, Masechet, dedicated for Nats Lahamir Yambat Esser, Behakir, Ilmitinatin, Amen. So we'll begin on Membet Amud Rishon. We'll start at the Mishnah again, although we read it yesterday. We'll read it again quickly. Hamudara Naam Havero, the Fneshiv Yit. So he made a Neder against his friend, uh, that he did not give him Hana'ah, I cannot have Hana'ah from him. He did this before the Shemitah year. So before the Shemitah year, the field belongs to him, the fruit belongs to him. So obviously the Mudad uh, cannot go into the Madir's field uh, because bottom line is Mudad Hana'ah. So what do I care? He can't go into the field, that's a Hana'ah. He can't trespass. The eno ochel min anotot, and he cannot even eat from the trees that are overhanging outside the field. Because bottom line, it's before she be eat, and it's before she be eat. The fruits are, uh, you know, his, uh, and therefore you cannot be nehene from your friend's uh, fruit. Uba uh, be eat, but when it comes to shemita, eno yored de tochsadehu. In shemita, he's not yored de tochsadehu. Aval ochel hu min anotot. But in the Shemitah, he still cannot go into his friend's field because bottom line, he's getting a Hana'ah. I mean, uh, that's still a problem. But he can eat from the fruits that are outside the field because the fruits that are outside the field are hifkeh. So therefore, he's not being mehaneh. But the field still belongs to him. The field is not hifkeh. Meaning he'll be trespassing. So therefore, he cannot uh, go into the field, but he'll be able to benefit from the fruit. So it sounds like in the Mishnah, we have two cases. It sounds like we have a case where he was mudara na'ah before Shibi'it, and then we have a case where he was mudara na'ah uh, at, uh, at Shibi'it. So now let's just start the Gemara. Rabbi Shmuel explained the Mishnah. Nechasim elu alecha. If a person said nechasim elu, now we're going to make a uh, very important diukim over here uh, in this Gemara. Just so pay attention every time we're going to say the word nechassim or nechassim. Make a difference. Here the guy is saying nechassim. Nechassim should be forbidden to you. My asset should be forbidden to you. Lefne should be If he makes this, what should be? In your name, and he cannot eat from the Overhanging uh, fruits. Now, even though Shibi'it came, uh, so that's the Hadush over there, even though Shibi'it came, the fruits still remain uh, uh, forbidden. But if you made the Nedid in Shibi'it, so the Hadush over here of Rabbi Shemuel is that even though he made the Shibu'ah during a time that forbidden, and now it's Shemitah, the fruits remain forbidden to the Mudah, even though technically it's not his fruits anymore. It's Tefkir, doesn't matter. It goes at the time from when he made the Nidr. So if you look at Tadan, Tadan comes along and says on the, uh, on the fourth line, Ra'afal Gav Shigiyah Shibi'it, the Kasab Abu Shmuel. Abu Shmuel hold that. Even though once the Shemitah comes, all the fruits are Hefkir. Since at the time that he made the Nidr, 
היו שלו, they were his, חיית אסורה אפילו בשביעית, איסוד carries over, even to the שביעית, שיצאו מרשותו. ומתניתין תרי דיני קטני. So according to Rabbi Shmuel, the Mishnah is giving us two דינים. רשע שמעינן, the first case is, דקמא ג'דירו, לפני שביעית, since he made the first שביעית, חייל נדרי, אפילו כמתה שביעית. So that's the חדוש of the first part of the Mishnah. It's a big חדוש in the first part of the Mishnah. Which means when a person makes a neder in uh, before the shibi'it, there's no hadush to tell me that before shibi'it, um, the perot are going to be asur to the mudah. Of course, you make me a neder, they cannot be near there. The foods belong to you. Of course, the food should be forbidden. And of course, you should not have a right to trespass. There's no hadush in that. But now the Shimon will say, yeah, there's a hadush. Because the first case is coming to tell you that it's not only asur in the pre-shibi'it, it's even asur so that's the first case of the Mishnah, where there's a definite Hidush according to Rab and Shemuel. Again, what is, what is, the, what is the Hidush? The Hidush is talking about where he made the Nedir before Shibi'it. Okay. Yeah, he made the Nedir before Shibi'it. That what? You cannot have Hana'ah from my, from, 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 from my Nechassim. Of course he cannot have, he cannot have Hana'ah from the field, he cannot have Hana'ah from the fruits. What's the Hidush? No, the Hidush is continue that case. That even if now Shemitah comes, it's still going to be Asur. So that is the way Rabbi Shemuel learns the Resha of the Mishnah. It's talking about a case where it went from before Shemitah into Shemitah. And the Hadush is that even now that it's Shemitah in the Futa Hefker, it's still going to be Asur for the Mudar to have Hana'ah. Okay, that's the way Rabbi Shemuel learns. However, the Gemara comes along and says, not everybody agrees with that. So the Gemara says again, Berish Lakish. I read it again from the beginning of the Gemara. Rabu Shmuel Dami Tarvayim Nechasim Elu Alecha. My Nechasim, will these Nechasim be forbidden to you? The flesh we eat if it's before we eat, and you're there to talk so that we cannot go into the field. The Eno Ochel Maranotot. They cannot even eat from the foods that are overhanging outside the field. Afagav Shegiyah Shemit. Even though the Shemitah came, that's the way he's learning the Resh of the Mishnah. There's a new case. That's the Sefa of the Mishnah. But if he made the Nedin initially in the Shemitah year, and you're in the Tukhsadeh, we're not going to his field. Because bottom line, the field does not become Ifkir. The, the, the field is uh, still owned by the owner. However, but he can eat from the fruits that are outside the field because those fruits are considered Ifkir. That's one Shemitah. Rabbi Yohanan and Shlakish Tamri Tarbayu, Rabbi Yohanan and Shlakish, they say no. Mechasai alecha lefne shvi'it. If the guy comes along and says the language nechasai, and the Ran will tell us who adin if he says the word nechasim, because there's really no chidush when a person says nechasai. Nechasai means my nechasim, my my assets. Well, obviously, once Shemitah comes, it's not your asset anymore. So therefore, it's Pashut that he wasn't including that because he only said Nechasai. So he's going to say, Hu Adin, he meant Nechasim. And therefore, we'll read it out in a minute. So a guy says, Nechasai uh, Alecha, if he said, my assets will be forbidden to you, he cannot eat from the field and he cannot, he cannot go into the field and he cannot eat from the overhang fruits. And when Shemitah comes, we cannot go into the field about which means according to Rabbi Shemuel, it changes. It's only Asur during the time before Shemitah. But once Shemitah comes, 
it'll be uh, permissible. And the Hadush over here with the Mishnah is that even in a case where he didn't say Nechasaikos, he said that's Pashut, that it's going to be only when they're only when they are his Nechasim. Obviously, they're only his Nechasim before Shemitah. When Shemitah comes, they're not his Nechasim anymore. So there's no Nechasim. So the Nazi says he means to say, even if he says the word Nechasim, like, 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 like uh, Rabbi Shemuel said, and the Hadush of, 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 of uh, the Muhammad Rishlakish is, that even if you said nechasim elu, these assets will be forbidden to you. It's only forbidden to you when they are in the time before Shemitah. But once Shemitah comes, uh, since they become ifked, so the nechasim are going to be permissible. Why? Because a person cannot osir something uh, uh, at a time that it's going to be uh, permissible. And that's the that's the last one. And we could do the Ran. We won't read the whole Ran over here, but we'll read the first part of the Ran. Just in order to get the pshat in the Gemara. So let's read. Um, uh, I know it's Lema Behakam and Palgi, but let's read. Okay, we'll just read it in the Gemara. Lema Behakam and Palgi. Let us say that the Mahalok of El and Rabbi Hanab is the following. Adam osir davar shibershuto. I feel a person can be said something when it is in his nishut, namely before shemitah, and that can carry over and remain isun even after it leaves his possession, namely after. And that's why the Rabbi Shmuel will say that the fruits remain. And therefore, in this case over here, although he's being osir it. Um, at the time before Shemitah, but after Shemitah, the fruit will be. Is there a train that's running through the shul today, boys? What's happening? Sounds like there's a train. Let me see if I can do some uh, muting. I don't want to mute myself. Right. So now, that, that, that's the way the Gemara wants to frame the Mahlok. Now, let's do the Ran over here. Let's do the Ran Nir'e. So the Ran is going to offer now the explanation of this sugya. They're all explaining the Mishnah. Ravich will explain it like I said. Again, how did the Ran say that the first case is actually two cases? The first case in the Mishnah is when a guy makes a neder in the pre Shemitah year, it's Asun not only in pre Shemitah, which is Pashut, but the Hadush of the Resha, it's even Asun even after the Shemitah, even during the Shemitah year, where the fruits become Mefkir, it doesn't matter. Once they become Isud, they remain Isud. And then they'll learn no. They'll learn the case he's talking about where they made it before Shibit. And what's the case for Kamar? That this neder that he made before Shibit, both cases of the Mishnah are talking about he made the neder before Shibit. And we read the Mishnah like this. I'm saying it outside. That if he made the neder before Shibit, you're right. During Shibit, before Shibit, the fruit will be asud. 
Second case, if he made the nidr before shivit, now it is shivit, the fruits will be permissible. So both cases are talking about where he made the nidr before shivit, but there'll be a difference between the fruits before shivit and during shivit. Before shivit, of course, there are suit. There it is. And therefore, he cannot be mehaneh. But if he made a nidr before shivit, and now it is the shivit, once those fruits become mefkeh, therefore, they're going to become uh, permissible. And that clearly argues on Avon Shemuel, because Avon Shemuel said, once you make the nether before Shibi, they remain asud even through the Shibi. So that's the way, uh, uh, at this point, we're learning the Mishnah according to the uh, Yohanan bin Ishtakish. It's, it's, it's one case in the sense that he made the nether before Shibi. And now there's going to be a hiluk, whether he can have Hana'ah before Shibi, which he can't, or during Shibi, which he can. Right? That's the case. The lefnish should be eight. I'm continuing reading the Dan. High on the Dan de Gamble. You can't even go down into the guy's field. Be no chem. Abad Kishigia should be eight. Utar mixato. Once when he should be taken, then he then you're able to talk seven. We cannot go into his field. Mishum dar akati bin shutek. I mean, of course, the field still belongs to the owner during Shibita. Kinaparishita, Malikaman, Afiwahi, Peri Shadu, Abbe should be eight of Kemir Shutai. The Pirot left his, uh, his dishun, and therefore there'll be no problem. But, uh, now, but there's the key line. Even though he made the net at the time that the fruits were in his possession, and now they are not in his possession. You cannot go say something that while it is in your possession and make it as soon after it leaves your possession. And then has a side question. Say, hold it. There's no chidush according to the way we're learning it according to the of the Mishnah. Why is it no chidush? Because what's the what's the case in the Mishnah according to the Shtakish and the Buhanan? I made a day before Shimitah, the fruits are sued. Of course the fruits are sued. No chidush in that. And I was going to say that the reason why we gave the Resha is the chidush in the Sefa, that those fruits that are Forbidden during the pre Shemitah will be permissible during Shemitah. So they said the Resha for the Sefa, where the Hidush is. Okay, so that's even in the case where he says nechasim, not nechasai. Even though if you look at the Gemara's Lashon, they use the word nechasai. There's really no chedush in nechasai. Because nechasai is saying, as long as they are my nechasim. Of course, as long as they're your nechasim, will be asud. Once Shemitah comes, not your nechasim anymore. So pashut, that they shouldn't be asud. So the answer, the chedush is that the Yohanam Shikish are saying their chedush, even when they said the word nechasim, when they didn't specifically say nechasai. And then it, and even better, even if they said it even if he said it I am osening it even after it leaves my possession. Still not going to work because you can't do that. Even though if you look at the Gemara, the words that they used was nechasai, and there's a key part of the Ran. If, if they meant to say even the chasim, and then we have a chadush that the chadush in the in the resha is really nothing but the chadush in the sefer of the mishnah. Even though he said the word nechasim, 
it's still going to be permissible in the Shemitah year. So that's, that's, that's what I want to read in the Dan for now. But that's a very, very important setup the way the Dan is uh, learning the Gemara. That Nechasai is Labdapka. It's Nechasai, Buadim, Nechasi. And the Hadush isn't Nechasi more than is Nechasai. And I'll speak it out again. Obviously, if he says Nechasai, as long as they are my assets, it'll be forbidden to you. Obviously, that's only before Shemitah. Once Shemitah comes, they're not Nechasai anymore. So for sure, they're going to be permissible. No Hadush in that. <clears throat> the Hadush of Yerush, even though he said Nechasim, uh, and then he didn't specifically say when they are mine. So the Quran, maybe you would have thought that uh, they should be forbidden, you know, even after the Shemitah comes. Kamashwan, no. Once the Shemitah comes, since they're not yours anymore, they're going to be uh, permissible. That's the way we want to frame the Mahloket. So the Gemara comes along now and says, no, not so simple. Vitispira, is that so? Mi'ika lemanda amar en adam oseb, davar shibirshuto, is, is there an opinion that says that a person cannot be osir? You're saying a guy can't do that. Can I, can I, a guy cannot osir something that's birshuto and it should be still as soon after it leaves his vision. It's not so. Why is it not so? In Ken, first question. Now the Gemara is saying, hold it. Why did he use the? Don't tell me it's not. Don't tell me He gave the case of Shakish Nechasai. Tell me the bigger Hadush. Tell me Nechasim. Nechasai is a less Hadush, as I keep on telling you, because Nechasai sounded only when it is my Neches. But once to be that comes not your Neches anymore. Tell me even better. Tell me even when he, he didn't say the word Nechasai, still it's going to be uh, permissible. Why did he use the case? If indeed a person cannot be Osir, something when it leaves his Reshut. Say even nechasim, because when he said nechasai, it has nothing to do with whether he left his shoot or not. He said, as long as it's my neches, once you be talking, it's not your neches anymore. It's nothing to do with en adam or said about it's, it, it's not your ned, it's intrinsic in your ned. You said as long as it's your neches, it's not your neches when you be comes. So it's nothing, no problem. Say the Hadush, even when he said nechasim, when, when he wasn't tole it, that it should be his neches, and still it should be permissible, of course, bottom line. At, at, at this time now, it's not it, 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 a person could not be said something that's his that was said when it's when it's not his. So the Gemara comes along and says, So basically, the Gemara is saying he should have said the word nechasim and then certainly nechasai. Second question is vetu hatenan. We learned in the Adam that indeed a guy can be said Something that is in his reshut when it leaves his reshut. Titna, we learned in a Mishnah. Said in the Mishnah, Haomer libno. Guy tells his son, Kunam she'atan nehenev. Right? I don't want you to have, I'm not going to give you any hana'ah. You cannot have any hana'ah from me. Met, irashenu. If he dies, irashenu. Because it sounds like he said that Kunam that you cannot have any hana'a. The Nan says on the bottom, he met Kirashenu. The Lombadire metane ela mirishute, there's a miyirushata, the Zaki de Rahmana. Which means, 
he that was not oscilling uh, him, the law medide metane exactly when 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 the father dies, the, the son is not being hidden from the father. The Torah says you get a yirusha. That's the Torah says you get it. So therefore, it's no problem unless the father said bechayavu b'moto. I don't want my son to have an for me in my life and in my death. So then already the deen is, in terms of Amud Bet, imet lo yirashin. Oh, now, it sounds like over here that what? When the father dies, that asset is not in his reshut anymore. Obviously, he's dead. And still he's able to be osedet when it's in his reshut, posthumously, fancy word, after he dies, It'll be still asur. So therefore, you see, a person can be also something which is a question against the Yohanan and this Lakish. So the now before we answer this question, stop me after this. How did the guy do that? How could a guy also his son from Yerusha? To not say you get Yerusha. Now I can come along and say, that's it. You're not getting Yerusha. So the Ran on the bottom of Abu Nishon, the Ran says, When it says, the sun's not going to be Yoresh, it's not Dafka. For sure, the next belongs to the kid. All it means is, for sure he's Yoresh. He just can't, he cannot be Nehenev from his Yerusha. <laughs> That's what it means to say. He can't say Lo Yerashen. What is Lo Yerashen? He's a son. Son of Yoresh. Father cannot take away that Torah law. So when it says Lo Yerashen, Perush, Lo Yehenev Yerushato. And that the father can take away. He cannot take away the din of Yerusha. But he's saying, I don't want you to have Hana'ah. So that's what it means. Okay, fine. But what do you see from this uh, Gemara? That a person can be osir something <clears throat> when it is in his possession, and that carries over even when it is out of, out of his possession. Question against Rishtakishve, the Buhanan. So the Gemara answers now, Shani so the Gemara's answer, oh, this is different. Here he said it explicitly. He said, So when he says it explicitly, that's, you know, clear, and, it, and that's going to work. So basically, Gemara's saying, there is a Lashon that is very explicit that uh, you, you, you cannot. That, for sure, uh, will work. And therefore, it'll work not only but even if it leaves as an issue. However, when he says the words, Nechasim Elu, the words nechasim, there the Yohanan the Shlakish will say he wasn't, uh, he didn't have kavanah to be or save them, only when they're, they're in his reshut, which means basically saying there's a difference between behayabu bemoto, which is explicit, or when he says the word nechasim. When he says the word nechasim, he just meant when they're in his reshut, but he didn't mean to say it even after. And that, and that which will argue and say, no, even when he says nechasim, it'll be, it'll be uh, in, even after. So the Gemara says, wait, Okay, so why didn't they say the word nechasim then? Say the big hanush nechasim. We didn't answer that question. Which means, why did you tell me nechasai, which is a less hanush? The Yohanan told me this case even by nechasim. 
So the Gemara says, you're right. Ela nechasim elu bichadushna. Kule alma lo peri. When you say the word nechasim, there's no argument that the isur does not go off. I mean, even the Bi'anab and Shakish will say, you can say something in your reshut, and it goes even after it leaves the reshut. Ki peligi, the machloki between Rab and Shemuel, and the Bi'anab and Shakish, when he said the word nechasai, Rab and Shemuel sabri lo shena nechasim elu, lo shena nechasai, Adam will say, which is a hadush. Because even though after Shemitah, it's not his nechas anymore. Still, since he was osed when it was his, it remains Be'isur. And Nechasim Adam Oser. Nechasai and Adam Oser. So now we're, we're, we're reframing the Mahloket to a, 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 a specific case. When you say Nechasim, everybody will agree that you could Oser it now and it'll continue uh, after. The question, and, and, and that would be like the case of uh, where he says, Behayabu bimoto. That's like saying uh, the nikas will be asur, finished. I don't care if it's mine or not mine. It's asur, it's asur. It's asur today, it's asur tomorrow. But when he says nikasai, then you can argue and say, maybe he meant only when it's my nikas. When it's not my nikas, it would be permissible. And that's what Ibrahim Shakish said. That in the Kadami, when Shemitah comes, it's not your nikas anymore, permissible. And Akhamim will say, no, once you are said it, even though it's not your nikas anymore, it remains be'i sur. So we just minimize the machloket by Allah. The Gemara <coughs> then comes along and says, Is there anybody that says, La shena nechasim elu, la shena nechasai? Basically, the Muhammad and Shlakish are that mandama. That is, there's no difference between nechasim and nechasai. But wait, there is a difference between nechasim and nechasai. We learned in the Mishnah. The guy comes along and says, your, your house is off limits to me. I would not enter it. He's scared maybe because of bad mazal or he doesn't like the guy. I'm not buying your field. So in all these cases over here, met if the owner died, the balabai, well, it's not his house anymore. We sold the field to somebody else. Well, Obviously, the nether should fall off because why? It's not his house, it's not his field anymore. However, if he just said the word, he didn't mention the owner, put it on the house. In that case over there, and then the owner died, or he sold it, it's still going to remain asur. Why? Because that's like saying nechasim. Uh, so there's a difference between when he says betcha or he says buy it, which would be the difference between nechasai and nechasim. So there is a difference. So we're back to the question of how could you tell me that the shlakish is going to say that even when he said nechasai, it's going to be uh, 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 I'm sorry, when he says nechasim, it's going to be uh, permissible. You see over here uh, uh, that it's it's uh, it's asur. When, when he doesn't say betcha, he just says buy it, which is like nechasim. It becomes uh, 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 it's, it's asur. If the guy sells it, because it's just a buy it. It's on the house. 
So they put just on the nechassim. The nechassim, even whether he doesn't own it or not, should it make a difference? Bottom line, the Gemara's question is like this. You are telling me that between Nechasai and Nechasim. If he says Nechasai, you're right. If, if, if he says Nechasai, we're going to say, if he says Nechasim or Nechasai, no difference. It's going to be permissible when the Shemitah comes. I think about saying, well, we see there's a difference. We see there's a difference between when the guy says Betecha or Bayit. He says Betecha. That's like Nechasai. So it's Talui. If he's the owner, if he's the owner, be permitted. If, if, if he sells it or he dies, he's not the owner anymore, it'll be permissible. Uh, okay, that's no problem. But when he says buy it, which sounds like Nechasim, so then when he died, it'll still remain Asur. So the Kawarat Kodesh Takish, even when he says Nechasim, it should still remain the Isur. That's the question of the Gemara. But <laughs> I answer, you know what? If you believe this, after all this, the Gemara is going to say, there's no machlok between the Shakish and Rabbi Shemuel. Everybody's agreeing. Mora marhada, mora marhada, mila pedigi. Everybody's saying the same thing. Took us a while to get there. But the Gemara says, Ela ki amri Rabbi Yohanan b'Rishlakish b'Nechasai. When did Rabbi Yohanan b'Rishlakish say their deen? By the way, when they said it. <laughs> the Gemara's Lashon was Davka. They said it Davka by Nechasai. And, and, and that's true. When it's Nechasai, when Shemitah comes, it's not Nechasai anymore. So therefore, it will be halal. And you know what Rabbi Shemuel was talking about? Benechasim elu. They were talking about when they Nechasim. And therefore, it's true also. that when you say Nechasim, it remains Bishud. And everybody will agree. Vela Peligi. Basically, each rabbi said one case. And the rabbis agree with each other. And there is actually no ma look. So again, bottom line, what a bottom line is Gemara. It, 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 the Gemara will say it depends what he said. And it'll be across the board, unanimous. If the guy comes along and says, Nechasai elu asurim before Shemitah. Okay, well, there's no Hedush. That for Shemitah, it'll be asur. He can't walk in the field and he can't eat the fruits. Once Shemitah comes, guess what? It's not your Nechas anymore. So therefore, it's not going to be asur. And if we can eat the fruits. Again, he can't walk in the field, maybe, because the field still belongs there, but he can eat the fruits that are outside there. However, when he comes along and says Nechasim, he didn't say specifically when it's Nechasai. Nechasim, oh, Nechasim. That's like the guy saying, buy it. Buy it, say. Not Betcha, buy it. Oh, in that case, it's Asun. Even if the Shemitah comes, <clears throat> you didn't make it talu on ownership or not ownership. You just said these Nechasim, not my Nechasim, the Neches, the asset is going to be Asun. And then the economy, once Shemitah comes, it will remain based on everybody agrees. With that, so that's the that's the bottom line uh, of this uh, of this sugya, and therefore comes out there's no machloket, uh, not in the mishnah and not ledina. Uh, and everybody agrees that a person can be or save uh, something uh, today, even though it's when it's going to leave as the shoot when it says nechasim elu, then you can be or save something today, even though it's going to leave you the shoot in the shemitah. Not when you said nechasim elu, but if you said nechasai. He means to say what he said. Only when they are my nechasai. Once they are not my nechasai anymore, it will be uh, permissible. And the Al-Mishnah is talking about where he said nechasim uh, elu. And therefore, if he was madir before Shemitah, <coughs> the nether will continue even after the Shemitah. <coughs> and only if you made the nether in Shemitah itself, so then the nether obviously 
will not be hal because they are hefker from the onset. But if you made it before Shemitah, then it is hal, and then it will carry over into Shemitah. And that's the first case in the Mishnah. Go back to the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, a guy made an Indian before Shemitah, it means to say, before Shemitah, it'll be as soon, not only before Shemitah, which is Pashut, it'll be as soon even during Shemitah. And the second case of the Mishnah is where he made the, the Nidr initially in Shemitah. Okay, initially in Shemitah, it's not, it's not for you to make a Nidr, it's not your item to make a Nidr Bechlav, so the Nidr will not be Hal, the Gabed Perot Bechlav. So that's the way we learned the Mishnah, and it is the Kule Alma. Now we get into a, another point, Ubashiviit, if he made the Nidr during Shemitah, so we still said he cannot walk into his field. Why can't he walk into his field? Because bottom line, even though it's Shemitah year, the field still belongs to the owner. The field is not hefker. The field is still belongs to the owner, and therefore he cannot walk into his field during the Shemitah. It's a different story when it comes to the fruit. The fruit do not belong to the owner anymore. So we'll say that it is not halagabe the fruit, but it'll be halagabe walking into the field. So the Gemara is questioning that. What's the reason why you allow him to eat from the overhanging fruits that are outside the field? Because those penot are hefker. Well, guess what? Which means just like the fruits are hefker in the Torah, which means you're allowed to enter people's fields during Shemitah, by the way. He might still be the owner, but you don't gotta. You have to take down your no trespassing sign during Shemitah. Everybody's allowed to walk into a person's field during Shemitah. And how could the Madir Oserim on something that, uh, that, that that's permissible? Just like you eat the fruits. Why could you eat the fruits? Because the fruits are hefker. Well, guess what? Trespassing is also mutad during Shemitah. How is the Aliga, how, how is the people going to get into the fields to get the fruit? Obviously, they're, they're, they're permissible. So, therefore, that should be permissible as well, just like you're matering the fruits because they have care. The trespassing into the field should be put on as well. So the Gemara says we're talking about a case where you don't need to. You can get the fruits without walking into the field. Amar Ula, the Omdim Ilanot ala That since the fruits are standing on the border and there's a way to get them without going into the field, so therefore. The, there's no head care to go into a guy's field to give me those pedals. They give me those pedals, take them from uh, from where you're taking them. And therefore, in the Gabe, the those fruits, you're right. The the fruits that are in the field itself, in the Kerame, we permissible to go into the field. We're talking about over here the fruits that are on the on the border. So again, we're saying a big kadush over here. In the Kerame, if the guy wants to get fruits from the middle of the field, he can walk into the field. Mutat to walk into the field to get fruit. We're talking about over here where he wants to take fruits that are on the border where he doesn't need to go into the field. So if you don't need to go into the field, don't go into the field. Then you're getting another that's not necessary. I say better. He wasn't mafkid his field, the gaber, those that you don't need to go into his field. It's only a scared for the for the fruits that you can access, you cannot access unless you go into the field. So the ones that are on the border, there's no there's no there's no reason to go into the field. Amar Ula, again, the omdi ilanot ala gibuli. The fruits are standing on the on the border, and therefore you can get to them and pick them without having to go into the field at all. And in this case over here, uh, the Torah was not mafkir sadeh uh, for, for stuff that you could access without going into the field. That's one answer. The Bishimon bin Eliakim Ahmad, 
Gezera Shimmi Yeshe Ba'amida. That really, Torah, it should be permissible to go into the field, like we said. So then why do we say it's forbidden? Because we make a Gezera, he might stand in the field longer than he has to. He's in economy. The Torah allows you to go into the field, in and out. Go in, get the fruit, and uh, leave. Now, in this case over here, where there's a Isud Hana'ah against this guy, the concern is if he stays a little extra, so now he's being the Hene'ah from the field by staying a little extra, and therefore that would be a suit. And therefore, even on Ilanot that are in the middle of the field, we're not going to let him go in. The first answer, if the, if, if, the, if, the, if the trees are in the middle of the field, the rabbi lets him go in. The Torah allows you to go into the field. According to the second answer, no, the Torah is not, we're not going to let you go into this field regardless because we're making a gizirah. Even though there's fruits in the middle of the field, which we should be permissible to go access, but if you're going to stay and linger longer than, than necessary, that's going to put you in uh, Isurana. So let's just uh, look at the Quran on the bottom, the last Quran. Rabbi Shimon ben Eliakim Omer, Gezerah Shema Yesheba Amida, Mishumahachi, Afil Lakot Ilanot Shemeem Sasad, even to get fruits that are in the middle of the field, Lo Yere the Tocha, then he the Medina Shari, even though from the, from the law should be permissible, Dara Rahmana Afkere, Mishum Gezerah Asur. Now, Yidrana has a question. Right, we're worried that he might linger. So, remember we learned on Shabbat stop, by Bikur Holim, we said, Shemuel allows you to go in and stand. Why don't you make a gizna? Maybe you'll stand extra. And therefore, you're being the from the Hole, from his house, standing in his house. He didn't make that gizna. So why in the field are you gozed? He might stand longer. But we could hold him. You allowed him to stand. And you weren't Hoshit that he's going to stand longer. Since it's a normal way to visit sick people with, by sitting, by standing already, it's a heker. So he has an automatic remembrance not to stand longer than he should because he's doing something that is different meaning not sitting. But when you're collecting fruit, it's the way to collect standing. And therefore you're doing it in the normal way. And therefore we're worried that since you're doing it in the normal way, you won't remember and you might stand extra. So it's a very important distinction that An is making why we don't make a gizirah of shima ya'amod yoter by bikur cholim, and we do make the gizirah of shima ya'amod yoter by the case of the field. All right, Abotai. That's today's daft. We'll stop over here. Tomorrow morning, with Hashem, we'll start from the Mishnah on the bottom of Membet. Baruch Hashem, the Olam. Amen, Amen. The Kaddish, the Bihani, the Kasha Omer. Sahak, the Kosh, the Kosh, the Fikha, the Kerman, the Kosh, the Kosh, the Kosh, the Kosh, the Kosh, the Kosh, the Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
Zakubaru. Dobro, hvala. See you tomorrow.